0: Hey everyone, I'm Jimmy
1: and I'm Phil
0: and uh, welcome to Spooky Appalachia. This week we have a uh, pretty awesome story for you all from our good friend Teresa of uh, Teresa's Haunted History of the Tri-State. This is about an encounter she had with something paranormal in the Point Pleasant TNT area that wasn't Mothman.
1: This might be our first non-Mothman Point Pleasant story. This is cool. Um, no, we've, no had, we've,
0: we've had a few. Um,
1: we had like a UFO one, didn't we?
0: And the Men in
1: Black. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a whim one summer night in 2008, my friend and I went exploring the TNT area in Point Pleasant. We've checked out the accessible igloos many times, only three of which were actually opened, but he wanted to show me some pallets, drums, and other debris that had recently been placed in front of a few of the privately owned igloos, which were located down a different trail than the one that held the open igloos. This time of year, there are gates blocking off the small roads, so you have to take the trail by foot. We had two flashlights and the moon was really bright, so the trail was well lit. We went down the trail and got to see three igloos, but then the trail was cut off by a small stream that was overflowing, so we turned back around. Near the first igloo, the one closest to the car, I smelled what I thought was a dead animal. I didn't say anything, because even though the smell was really strong and I didn't smell it on our trip in, we were out in the middle of a wildlife area. It's only natural to smell dead animals sometimes. A few steps later, we were back where we had parked the car. To get back to the car, we had to go around a big farm gate, which was no problem, except that I'm a klutz. I got my pants stuck on a weed or something, so I was holding onto the gate pole with both hands, trying to shake myself free. My friend was laughing at me, and I was laughing but cursing, staring down at the ground trying to figure out why I was tangled up. I felt what felt like tall grass or weeds whipping around my ankles, but I didn't see them. In my peripheral vision, I saw a human form come towards me from my left side, the side closest to the car, and thus freedom. The person put his arm on my shoulder to steady me. At first, I thought it was my friend who had somehow managed to slip behind me and was trying to help me out. Then it clicked that something was really not right. It wasn't exactly tunnel vision, but somehow I seemed to subconsciously block out everything around me and could only focus on this shape that was slightly in front of me, and it seemed like the whole scene was shot in movie mode, as if I were watching it on TV, not standing there. I could only see the side and back area of the figure. It was a younger male, wearing a white t-shirt, with tan skin, and not jet black hair, but really dark brown, cut short, but longer on the top than on the sides. It only stood about 6 feet and wasn't very muscular. Just average built, if not maybe on the slim side. What clicked was the friend I was with was wearing a gray sleeveless shirt and is heavily tattooed with full sleeves on both arms. He stands about 6'5 and is a bigger guy, fairly muscular, with long light brown hair. This was definitely not him, especially since after I freed myself... I whipped around, and he was about a foot behind me on the wrong side of the gate still. I snapped back around to see what did help me, and it was gone. I didn't even say anything until we got back safely in the car and started down the road, and I told him what I saw. He swears he didn't see anything, but knows that I have a history of seeing things that most people can't see, and saw how excited, yet shaken I was. So he believed that I at least thought I saw something. He said something to the effect of maybe whatever there was, warning us not to go down that path. To me, it didn't make any sense, since I'd only experienced it as we were leaving. The first thing I said was the first thing that popped in my head. He didn't want us to leave. That opened up a whole other discussion, albeit a facetious one, about there possibly being a body buried back there somewhere. The TNT area has seen its fair share of murders and body dumping, so it wouldn't be completely unheard of. I mentioned that there was definitely something dead back there, referencing the horrid stench I had smelled just previous to seeing the apparition. Again, my friend swears he didn't smell anything, which I thought was odd because the stench was so overpowering. But now looking back, maybe it was an introductory olfactory response uh, to what was about to happen. I've already told him that if a dead body shows up, don't bother to tell me about it. Instead, I'd just like to continue thinking I was either hallucinating or saw a residual image of an event that probably happened before in that spot. Two legend trippers out there exploring the igloos, chick gets caught, and boy comes to save her. As an update, nobody was ever found to my knowledge, and this just isn't a case that I feel I want to investigate or research further at this time. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I've I've actually heard of uh, a a couple of different paranormal investigators going out there and getting hits like that. And um, I, I mean, I've never personally seen anything. I've been out there several times. I've never seen anything, but that that would definitely be weird. I believe she said that was at nighttime too.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for those of you who haven't uh, seen our live stream with her from last month, definitely check that out. She tells a abbreviated version of this story and, and quite a few others. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she said nighttime, if I'm remembering yeah, correctly. I,
0: I personally don't think I would want to be there at nighttime. <laughs> um, I've heard that, that that's, that's we're still to this day, I mean, this has been going on since back... In the Mothman sighting days, it's where the local teens would go to hang out sometimes. Um,
1: yeah. Because that was like some of the first Mothman sightings, right? Where like two, like, yeah, it was a, a lover, car back yeah,
0: back then it was like a more of a lover's lane, but now, like, uh, you'll find like uh, like beer bottle, other various items you would find where teens would hang out.
1: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Um, I don't know and then there's all the graffiti that's all over there i i don't know it it might be perfectly fine i don't know um i have heard a story that some girl a couple years ago went missing in the tnt area and someone i know in town told me not to go up there alone i i I don't know
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah the the uh i don't know maybe axe murderers in the igloos or something
0: I've never seen anything. I, I mean, however, I've seen a lot of hunters there by themselves, but they're you yeah. know they're heavily armed.
1: It's a it's a good disguise for a serial killer. Just put on an orange vest. Yeah. Uh, do you know what she meant by like privately owned? Like, do some? Does oh it, does yeah, mean, like, the government so, owns it, so or do some people own them?
0: Some people owned some of the igloos, or they did. I don't know if they still do. Okay. Um. I think that one row that they take people on, usually the igloos aren't privately owned, but there's some that are locked up and uh, people stuff in them. Um, the oh, one cool. igloo that was destroyed was privately owned, and somebody was keeping something in there that exploded.
1: Oh, geez. Uh, like a company keeping something in there or like a meth <laughs> keeping something in there? I was told there. it was an
0: individual <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what they had in there, but it exploded and the roof from that uh, concrete igloo was demolished.
1: Jeez. I don't know
0: what that was, but That's insane.
1: Yeah. That's nuts. That's a really cool story. And yeah, thank you again, Teresa, for, for sending it in. Mm-hmm. We were really happy to get that one. And yeah, again, if you uh, enjoyed this, like, be sure to check out our website, Teresa's Haunted History of the Tri-State, and our live stream with her, which was a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, um, if you've got a story you'd like to send us, um, be sure to fill out the form that is linked on our link tree and on uh, the video. Uh, we've been getting a lot of good ones like this one here lately. And uh, also, big thanks to our Patreons, Alvin, Charles, Danielle, Donald, Jeff, Jordan, Julia, Linda, Shannon, Taylor, and uh, the Werewolf Radar Podcast. Be sure to check them out.
1: Wherever you get your podcasts. Take care, everyone.
0: See y'all.